Hello and welcome to Reformed Podmatics, a weekly podcast hosted by the pastors of Almond Valley Christian Reformed Church in Ripon, California. This podcast exists to promote the vibrant, biblical, and historically informed face of Reformed theology both in our context and beyond. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Reformed Podmatics. I am Pastor Zach. And I'm Pastor Mark. And we have finally arrived at episode <laughs> 100. It's been uh, quite the journey, and so, yeah, it's, it's an exciting thing. Just the other day, as we were reflecting on this, I was going back through our log of episodes, and I found episode 50, and I made pretty big made a pretty big deal of episode 50. Mm. Uh, that would have been a little over a year ago or under a year ago mm. now. And so here we are, episode 100. It's been quite the journey getting here. Um, I honestly wasn't sure we'd make it this far <laughs> when we started out, uh, but it's it's quite a cool thing, and we've created a little a niche of a community here. Yeah. We've met people. We've interacted with people from all over North America, and it's it's been a wonderful journey. Um, so just a kind of a rundown for the episode. We are going to be kind of taking a walk down memory lane here, looking about or looking at what this episode has been about, sort of the, the beginning, the origins of, of this podcast, what it's been about from its inception, how we got here. Uh, and really what we uh, hope to do maybe a little bit in the future with mm-hmm. this podcast. Um, yeah, things kind of change along the way, don't they? Yeah. I, I think we've, we've realized that <laughs> quite a bit is um, not as though we've, we've shifted away from the original mission, but at the same time, I think that we've settled into what this has become and responded to different feedback that we've gotten from people and tweak yeah. things, fine-tune things along the way. And so it'll be kind of fun to look back at some of our favorite episodes that we've had and yeah. um, maybe even just letting people know some of the statistics of our podcast. Uh, sometimes I li- listen to podcasts, mm-hmm. and I wonder, how many people are listening to this with me? Yeah. Um, I wonder that a lot about Mortification of Spin or Mere Fidelity and some of these sponsored pod- podcasts that are out <laughs> there. I would guess they get very good listenership, and hey, that's great. And And yeah. so some people might might think, well, what about those Reformed Podmatics guys? What are they up to? Um, just to give you this, the stats, uh, we have had just over 17,000 downloads in the now 100 episodes that we have produced. So um, You can do the math on that yeah, and kind it, of figure it, out um, and what so the over, average episode gets. Over the course of two years, that's gone steadily up. So we started small. Um, I want to say... And our first couple episodes, we we got a lot of traction right away. But then um, one thing that we learned pretty early on is I think we were going a little bit too long in some of our earlier episodes and heard some positive, <laughs> constructive criticism about, um, yeah. about maybe correcting that. And um, since being a little bit more aware of that, uh, I think that we've seen a steady increase in in listenership from one episode to the next. Um, not always exactly how it works because there are going to be some topics that are more interesting to, to a general audience than others. Sure. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, 17,000 downloads. And uh, that's really amazing. What a responsibility that is to be speaking into that many people's kitchens and cars and um, and ears <laughs> as you do your morning walk or something. Uh 
it's it's yeah. really really special that we have that responsibility and we don't take it lightly um just this past sunday actually after our sunday morning worship service and church was pretty full on sunday i was walking through the foyer and it just really struck me i think it was the lord prompting me to realize i just i just spoke to all these people hmm. and and they all just listened to me for for half half an hour 35 minutes of of me teaching the Bible to these people, and it was just really weighty. I felt that responsibility as yeah. there's our our church really enjoys fellowship time after, and there's all this joy and and uh, camaraderie and fellowship, and it was just the the blessing of being a pastor struck me um, after this past Sunday morning, and that's kind of how I'm feeling looking back at a hundred episodes of Reform Podmatics and seeing the 17,000 statistic. It's really special that we can speak to so many people. Yeah, so I'm not special at math. I'm not very good at it, (laughs) but if I'm doing my math correctly, 17,000 downloads over 100 episodes averages out to about 170 people. um, Downloads per episode. Per episode, and so that's, that's not bad. And some episodes we've gotten quite a bit more, and some episodes... Uh, we've averaged less, and that's okay. Yeah, and that just goes to show you we're not a huge podcast. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Sure, we would we would enjoy for it to grow, but we don't really have any dream of it becoming this uh, top downloaded <laughs> podcast on on podcasts or on Spotify or whatever. Yeah, to put it uh, in perspective, Paul Vanderclay, one of our friends, a CRC pastor, he has twelve thousand youtube followers and he has some individual videos with over a hundred thousand views um, i think he I, maybe even has twenty thousand okay yeah subscribers. oh subscribe yeah maybe that's gone up i think actually lately yeah. and and so we are chump change <laughs> compared to uh <laughs> yeah. to those uh very influential people but hey that's great we have a, a place in the kingdom but totally. uh, yet it is at the same time a responsibility um i just talked with my youth um, after church on Sunday about how technology is a great tool, and hopefully this podcast is using technology as the tool that the Lord would desire it to be. So, Yeah, I mean, there's a lot to be said about technology and its use in the growth of God's kingdom over yeah. the years. Uh, I remember picking up a book for fun while I was in seminary called Brand Luther, uh, had just come out, I think, in 2017, so this would have been my last semester of seminary, uh, if I'm correct. I could be a little bit wrong. Maybe it was 2016. Uh, but it was a book just about how, really, the printing press spurred mm-hmm. on the Protestant Reformation, uh, which we all sort of know. If you know your Reformation history, you should know that the printing press was really crucial for that. There had been uh, sort of re- reformational movements before the capital R Reformation, uh, but they were pretty localized. They were localized, yeah. and their the ability for things to get out beyond their regions was limited because mm-hmm. there wouldn't have been printing presses. Uh, and the church could stop it yeah, and keep it local. Exactly. Yeah. So it could be contained in a way yeah. that once the Reformation came about with the dawn of the printing press, uh, it, it couldn't really be contained as much or as well. Uh, now, of course, there would be, there'd be book burning sorts of things. <laughs> but the idea is that Technology can really help the church, and that's maybe even uh, one of the things that this episode has taught us along the way. Um, But I I think maybe it'll be interesting for people to hear why we started the podcast. And I hope this episode isn't us patting ourselves on the back too much, uh, but (laughs) I think it's it's good to pause and reflect on God's faithfulness to 
this podcast and the the help that it's been not only to us it's really been helpful as we'll get into uh, but we hope it's been helpful to those of you who who tune in some of you tune in every week which yeah. to, to be honest I'm a little bit surprised by and I'm honored <laughs> by um, and it's really really cool but I think back about the history of this podcast and sometimes people will ask me well, how did you start it what, what was the idea behind starting it and it all kind of goes back to 2020. Yeah. Just the wild year that that was. Uh, ever since I arrived here in 2017 and Mark in 2015, uh, we kind of developed a good friendship and working well with each other. And we would often just have conversations uh, in, in one of our offices. We would just pop in on one another and, and start talking about various things. And it was always interesting conversations. And then in 2020 with the pandemic and our church being forced to to meet virtually for several months, uh, we started on our U- church's YouTube channel. You can go back and find these videos still. <laughs> we started producing content for the youth group together on the book of Proverbs. We were doing a series that semester, that spring of 2020 with the youth group. And so Mark came along and graciously helped me do that series. It was we just thought it would be more interesting if it was two of us instead of me just lecturing to a screen. Mm. Um, and so then that kind of blossomed to us doing a few videos on the YouTube channel that were for our church and explaining sort of our thoughts on the pandemic and what church life would look like uh, in those very difficult months. Mm. Uh, we I think we had a, a video on addressing the Black Lives Matter movement on yeah. YouTube, if I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. And... W- some people would watch those, but YouTube is not as ubiquitous, um, at least for people in our context, our friends mm-hmm. and family and our congregation. And so we eventually th- kind of toyed with the idea of doing the podcast, and we, we just decided to go for it. We yeah. figured out how, how to do it. it. Didn't We had all the equipment, thankfully, from just sort of accumulated old sound equipment from yep. being here at the church. Thanks to Dave Hollander yeah. there. <laughs> donated his little soundboard for yeah. us that he used to use for weddings. Yep. Yep. Thank you, Dave. <laughs> um, and we have these little microphones that we had, and so we just decided to get started and to see what would happen with it. And we honestly didn't plan too much out about mm. where we wanted to go, how long we wanted to do it for, uh, we just started recording episodes one piece at a time. Just one week, we would just have a topic, and we would re- record for that topic and just put it up, and that's kind of what it's become. Mm-hmm. It's a part of our weekly routine. Uh, some people ask, well, how 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 early do you record your episodes, and how long does it take you, a few <laughs> weeks to post those? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Not exactly. <laughs> uh, we record, and we generally put it up. About right 30 away. seconds. Yeah, maybe not exactly 30 seconds, but usually within five <laughs> minutes of us hitting yeah. uh, stop on the record button here, it will I think be up. early on we would do maybe a little bit of waiting. Sometimes we would record two in one week and put one up and then mm. put the other one up the following week. But mm-hmm. uh, for a good long while now, it's it's been something we just we do and we put up. Yeah. And we... It's uh, uncensored. Yeah. And so... <laughs> I, I kind of got the feeling that a podcast like this would be interesting. I mean, I listen to a ton of podcasts uh, throughout the day when I'm brushing my teeth and getting ready for, for work or uh, when I'm yeah doing the dishes or cooking dinner with, with my wife. Uh, we listen to podcasts. And so I, I thought, A, it's a great platform, but 
but B, I've had a lot of friends over the years ask me, uh, I want to hear your pastoral perspective, perspective on something. Mm. Uh, or, or I've had conversations with other pastors where non-pastors were with us, and they thought it was fascinating listening to pastors talk about something. And mm. so uh, I figured, hey, maybe there'd be at least... 20 people <laughs> who would listen to this each week and find it valuable. And we hope it's, it has been that. Yeah. Um, yeah so that's, yep. that's kind of the, the origin story of that and how it got started back in 2020 with all the controversial events going on in the world. Yeah. And in a really cool way, the Lord used a, a, a bad thing, a sad thing, COVID to push us out into a new place. Um, thinking of, uh, the early church, right, where there was persecution and that caused a diaspora and people spread out all, all over the Roman Empire because um, because there was persecution in Jerusalem at one point, and so they had to go somewhere else. That's a little bit of what happened for us as a church during COVID, where we were pushed into different kinds of ministry, and mm-hmm. I, I distinctly remember uh, talking about the podcast and and basically we were saying, well, we have all these theological conversations anyways, and just to be totally honest, these this is pretty much the same kind of conversation that we have when there's no microphone yeah. um, around, because uh, there would be some issue maybe in the Christian Reformed Church, or one of us reads an article um, mm-hmm. from a, a good source or from a non-believing source, and bounce the idea off, off Zach, or um, I'll wonder about some topic that I might want to teach the high school, or he'll wonder about what he should be teaching, and mm-hmm. so we'll just talk about it for an hour or so, and it often morphs into kind of a theological, I'd never really call it a debate, but just a discussion mm-hmm. um, as we think about pros and cons for uh, studying a certain book of the Bible with the youth group, or uh, like right now I'm teaching our high school students uh, just taking a pause from catechism and teaching through the book uh, 12 Ways Your Phone is Changing You with Tony Ranke, um, which is prompted by a podcast I listen to with Tony Ranke. And so um, <laughs> we're bouncing ideas off of each other, and this is kind of like a window into pastoral life and, and the church office in a lot of ways. Um, <laughs> yeah. And I would guess that a lot of uh, other church ministries are a little bit more siloed probably than how we do things, particularly Zach and I, how we do things where um, generally uh, we like to bounce ideas off of each other. And so uh, I think it's one of the, the the cool things that has resulted is that people can see um, a healthy work relationship between two pastors, pastors who are friends, who respect one another, um, who mm-hmm. uh, kind of want to learn from each other. Like I, I know that there's a lot that Zach yeah. knows that I certainly don't know. I think he's a Vice lot versa. more knowledgeable about many, many things, biblically, uh, theologically, historically than me, and so have an opportunity to learn, and uh, that's been good for me. And, and I, I would get the sense that that's why people like to listen to, is um, we're <laughs> learning from one another, and hopefully the listener is learning along the way. Yeah, I think you, you you nailed it in saying that we're not siloed. It's, it's an no. interesting ministry that we share here where I'm kind of the youth pastor. I guess my title has morphed over over time to <laughs> a sort, associate pastor just to kind of uh, 
I guess, reflect the different mm. things that I do, but you do the youth catechism class. Yeah, sure. I do the adult catechism class. Yeah. And so uh, we're not just stuck in our lane. It's Yeah, and you visit with older people, and mm-hmm. I visit with some of those older people sometimes. Yeah. And there really is a lot of overlap. And so it's it's been it's been cool for that. And this does give us more excuse to have those pastoral conversations. Mm-hmm. And so I think about what have, what have been the blessings of this podcast over the years? And there's there's been several over the two years that we've been doing it. Uh, and that first one that I put on the list here in front of us is growing as a pastoral team, uh, mm-hmm. being able to have these intentional conversations each week, or most weeks, uh, and, and think mm-hmm. about things out loud and yeah. to uh, have to, instead of just thinking off, shooting from the hip, uh, we do put thought into these episodes, mm-hmm. um, some more than others, uh, we'll be honest. Yeah. Uh, sometimes it's, I don't think I need to put a whole lot of, of intentional thought because I've already studied the topic a lot. So like the incarnation, that, you, that episode from probably a year and a half ago, that one, yeah, I, just I, right I could out, just yeah. go for it. Yeah. Uh, but other episodes, I do have to do a lot more thinking. But at the end of the day, it's really cool to have that iron sharpening iron effect mm. uh, of, of pastors thinking through something uh, with a mic in front of them. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I, I totally confirm that, uh, that highlight, you know, I, I have the same thing because I think that it's easy to form an opinion. I, I could mm-hmm. be guilty of forming an opinion a bit rashly at times. And so this podcast has really prompted me before I form an opinion, uh, to really look through the Bible on what it says. In our notes, I have an example of that happening during the podcast was in our episode on alcohol. Hmm. And I was was surprised at, first of all, just how much the Bible actually talks about alcohol. It's a lot. (laughs) Like, like it's not, um, it's not just a, you know, a few... Proof texts that somebody would have, you know, there's the water into wine in the New Testament and, um, you know, the reference, of course, to the the cup, the fruit of the vine at communion, Mm -hmm. but really in the Old Testament, and it's a varied um, use of references to alcohol. So that was one of my favorite episodes, just because it really prompted me to actually read biblical passages about alcohol, um, both the danger of it, of course, of um, you know, being champions at mixing drinks and that, that being kind of a judgment on Israel. Yeah. Um, but then on the other side, the very, very positive use of alcohol in, in the feast sense mm-hmm. uh, to enjoy um, the vineyard that you have planted uh, yeah. and that being a big picture, actually, of Old Testament eschatology. So yep. um, exactly. it's, uh, that's just an example, but it's happened a lot where we're, we're going to think a little bit deeper, uh, you know, we're not going to go to a PhD level on Reform Podmatics, <laughs> but we are hoping to take people past the reactive level that that maybe maybe I'm at sometimes, but, but definitely a lot of people in American culture are at in terms of things like COVID vaccines and Black Lives Matter and um, this book, Jesus and John Wayne, or responding to our Roman Catholic neighbors. Like, yeah. we don't want to just be reactive. We want to think through, um, but we also want to stand for the truth in all of those areas. Yeah, that's been part of the fun is that it causes us to have to really 
thoughtfully form our opinions. Uh, as pastors, we have opinions on a lot of things. Yeah. Our, sometimes our opinions are very solid and well thought out, and sometimes, at least with me, they're not. Yeah. And so this podcast has forced me to realize if I'm going to put something on air for mm. even one other person to hear, I really better think it through yeah. uh, and give some some thought about it. And so every episode, uh, I, don't, I don't think there's ever been an episode where I thought at the end of the of recording it that, oh, I shouldn't have put that out there. Mm. Uh that may not. I may go back and listen to things I've said and disagree with <laughs> Do them you now. Take that but, back. No, but I at least, tr- yeah. <laughs> I, I, I think I, we've at least tried to to humbly, uh, but yet boldly, submit our thoughts to the open internet, and I think that's been good for me too. Because early on, or early on in this podcast, I, I don't know about you, Mark, but I would put hours of research into mm. things. I mm-hmm. was really nervous about about it. Not not in a bad way, just like, okay, I really got to be really careful. And I would write out pages of, of research. And I think that was partly because I was fearful of of putting myself out there. Mm. Uh, and I've kind of learned to, to... So that's like the safety blanket is the research. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. yeah. And I've learned to be a little bit more uh, self-assured, mm-hmm. um, I hope in a good way, not in a bad way, uh, but just to put something out there and to stand behind it, only say what I really obviously mean, uh, but it's been good just for my my own soul of b- learning to be a bit more bold, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and that's been a fun part of the process for this podcast. Yeah, it's springing right off from that comment. To me... Um, one of the continuing goals of the podcast and something that I've really enjoyed even in previous episodes is tackling tough issues. Hmm. Uh, I just talked with a family member who was in the process of leaving her church because um, she doesn't get the sense that the pastor is ever saying anything, especially from the pulpit, about real life. Hmm. Just like, what's happening in in the world like th- there's a lot happening uh politically um yeah. you know uh spiritually of course we that's our our main job as pastors is to analyze what's happening in people's hearts when for example they're dealing with political things like in last week's episode um but but this person just got the sense that the pastor wasn't really helping them deal with uh, she brought up the particular issue of transgender ideology and and how her kids were facing this at school, and she she wasn't feeling helped by hmm. sort of just Jesus walked on water and you just trust him, you know, like that's true and that's good and all of that is is helpful and those are the things that we need to hear on Sunday generally, yeah. um, but there this podcast is also a forum where we're going to talk about very sensitive things. We've done an episode yeah. on women's ordination. We've done an episode again on Black Lives Matter or on COVID vaccines and synod, which has um, been yeah, controversial. Quite a few synod episodes and human sexuality. And um, the purpose is not that we would be um, gimmicky in any of those things, but that we're we're just trying to help people think these things through from a reformed biblical perspective. And um, I'm sure we've erred in certain ways hmm. and. Mm-hmm. Uh, and not always been as charitable as we maybe should have been towards our theological opponents. But at the same time, um, 
G.K. Chesterton has a line about uh, there's a lot of courage in agreeing to the duel, even if you're a bad shot. <laughs> you know, and and there's something admirable Chesterton said about like agreeing to the duel, even if yeah. you know, like uh, even if you you might not win, right? And yeah. and that's that's a good point. That shouldn't be the overarching uh, <laughs> impulse of the podcast, but yet at the same time, I, I do think we're trying to take on some of these things that real people are thinking about, especially with COVID vaccines. It's like, I'm, honestly, there was about a year there where yeah. people were thinking about a COVID vaccine almost every single day of their yep. life. Like, what are we going to do? How do I respond to this thing happening in culture? Um, political things can can be like that too. And as pastors, we mm-hmm. want to, we don't want to give a hot take, but we also want to help people at least talk about it and and let people know pastors are thinking about this too. Yeah, I I think that's been one of the real benefits of this podcast is that as pastors we are really dealing with real life questions yeah. and, and issues that people have, uh, and so I listened to I've listened to this podcast back and I've thought, man, we're definitely not experts on a whole lot of the things we touch mm-hmm. on, mm-hmm. Um, nor do we claim to be. Uh, we are we are just pastors. Yeah. I'm not epi- an epidemiologist, and so that the yeah, podcasts yeah. we've done on COVID and the COVID vaccine, we're, we're not. We even say that in the COVID vaccine episode that we're not scientists. We're and we we couldn't tell you all the scientific benefits or harms of of yeah of these vaccines more than anybody else could tell you or you or you yourselves could tell you. Mm -hmm. But what we wanted to speak to in that episode, and that that was one of our, I think, better episodes in my opinion. Um, Where does it overlap with our lane? Yeah. That's that's sort of what we're trying to do. And so we talk a lot about Christian unity in that, in that episode. Uh, And we come from a church that was not everybody had the same opinions on what to do. And so what, what do we do? Um, And that, that, that's, that's been a benefit of the of the podcast and helping our church think through things like mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. But I think it's been helpful probably to other churches, and I, I hope it has been. Um, yeah, and it's kind of an outlet there too. Like this is something so many people are thinking about and talking about. And so we're not. I'm not going to get up and preach a sermon about COVID vaccines. Yeah, and correct. so this this podcast That'd be is, quite the sermon. <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's more editorial almost in a way. The podcast yeah. where. We can we can riff a little bit. Um, don't want to do so haphazardly, yeah. But um, but can help people guide people along, um, while maintaining the the sacredness and the specialness of the pulpit. Now I'm still convinced actually that certain things, like I have mentioned, COVID vaccines and mask mm-hmm. wearing from the pulpit, um, where the text warrants it. Um, but uh, but want to keep that a, a special mode of communication yeah and and so recognizing this is not on that level but hopefully this can still be helpful yeah Um, yeah. things that fall under the purview of god's word but don't necessarily need to be a whole sermon sure um and that's really where the podcast has been good in that sense we've aimed for this podcast to be very uh teaching oriented and not so much preaching oriented we want to keep the preaching to the pulpit uh, because we believe that through preaching, God God does things that He does not normally do through just mere teaching. Mm. Though the two are, of course, uh, 
complementary. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and they, there's a lot of overlap between preaching and teaching. Um, however, this has given us a different forum to address the sorts of things that uh, maybe you would address in a Sunday school class uh, or a midweek Bible study uh, or discipleship course. Yep. Uh, and so, in that way, it's been it's been a lot of fun. And and looking back on the log of episodes, we were just doing that this week. Kind of just we were doing our own walk down memory lane. <laughs> it was. It's really cool to go back and see uh, how much ground that has been covered. Mm-hmm. Again, not that we're all each of our episodes is the end all be all of every topic that we've covered, uh, but I was trying to think of what have been my favorite episodes, and I really struggled with that because we, we've had a lot of fun along the way. There have been definitely some memorable episodes and some less memorable ones, um, mm-hmm. but I, I was just sort of struck and and. Uh, glad to see that we we've covered so many different kinds of things. Mm. It's kind of been a, a, a strange podcast in that way. We we don't just do apologetics. We don't just do teaching the Bible sorts of things. We don't just do current events. We don't just do church history. We just each week we kind of just do a different thing. Yeah. And maybe that's part of why you guys listen uh, is because it's always something different um, and. And I hope that that's been an, been helpful and edifying for you. Uh, sometimes it's topics that maybe you are excited about, and sometimes you're not so sure <laughs> why we do that episode. But maybe you've discovered, oh, I actually learned something about something a topic that I wouldn't really concern concern myself with. Sure. Uh, and maybe that's been really helpful for for you, our audience. Yeah. Um, and. Uh yeah, we we could just look at some of our favorite episodes uh, that we've yeah. uh, learned from. Um, we've already mentioned the one on COVID vaccines. I, I I hope that that was a helpful episode for people. I really enjoyed having Joe Venema on, the principal at Ripon Christian for the upper school. Yeah, and uh, so we did an episode called "The Case for Christian Education," where we talk a lot about. I mean, thinking of of controversial topics maybe the first one that doesn't come to mind is christian education but it it kind of is in some ways where um there's a lot of baggage that people have about should they send their children to the christian school or to the public school and so we we made a case in that episode that christian school is a very very good thing um isn't commanded by god's word by any sense so we wouldn't want to bind people's consciences but joe helped us uh, here, a very compelling case for uh, Christian day school education. Hmm. And so uh, that was one of my favorite episodes. It, I think we'll see a theme here that whenever we have people on the show, <laughs> they became some of our favorite episodes. Um, yeah. And uh, maybe another one that comes to mind also is our episode on infant baptism, which I've heard hmm. from uh, a few people that it really helped them. Yeah. It's, it's actually an episode I'll point people to who are new to our church and who... Uh, they want to know more about this strange thing, you know, in, uh, in American evangelicalism, infant baptism is a strange yeah. idea. Um, over the course of the history of the Holy Catholic Church, it is the norm. Infant baptism is the norm, um, certainly through Roman Catholic and uh, Anglican and Lutheran contexts, mm-hmm. uh, Orthodox as well. Uh, but in our context, it is not the norm, and so yeah. um, I, I think that that episode was pretty helpful. It's by far our most downloaded episode. Is <laughs> that's crazy to me? Is the one on infant <laughs> baptism? Um, almost 500 downloads. I think it was at 490 last I checked. 
Um, and so that's that's kind of neat too to put that resource out there, not just for people who are coming into Almond Valley uh, wondering if they should have their children baptized, but maybe some people out in Timbuktu uh, are wondering the same question. Mm-hmm. So uh, again, the purpose of the podcast is to get the word out and hmm. educate the church. Yeah. Thinking back on my favorite episodes was really hard, but I think you're right. The the, the, the most memorable ones have been ones where we've had friends come on, whether that is Patrick Anthony, a local pastor, mm-hmm. or we just recently had Lucas Geiger or Dr. Heiser mm-hmm. uh, for his book, The, the Unseen Realm. Uh, but I think my favorite of all of these, just because it was perhaps our most uh, collegial and interesting, maybe you could use the word spicy discussion uh, on the book Jesus and John Wayne by Kristen Cobes Dumay, where we had uh, Ron Vandermolen on. Ron is a retired professor of history at CSU Stanislaus, or Cal State University Stanislaus, for anybody outside of California. Yeah. Uh, and he's a CR- longtime, lifelong CRC member and often an elder. I think he's currently an elder at mm. Modesto Christian Reformed Church right now. Um, I know that because he is doing pulpit supply, so he found <laughs> so me, <laughs> and so I'm preaching there uh, in a few weeks. And so we had this discussion, I believe it was last August uh, 2021, I, on this book. It was episode 53, and yeah, I think it was just a really interesting conversation about not only this book, but this book is a very, very intrig- intriguing and, yep. and uh, important, I would say, book. Uh, you can see in that episode, you can you can or you can hear that Mark and I uh, have our criticisms of the book. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're not exactly fans of the book, but it definitely creates and stirs up interesting conversation about the church in the United States, and particularly the evangelical church and the sort of trajectories that it has moved on. Uh, or she would maybe say trajectory, that's really what she's focused in on, yeah. is the one trajectory towards uh, militarism and a uh, sort of a patriarchal, patriarchal yeah. evangelicalism, a very, very masculine, overly m- masculine, toxically, you maybe yeah. would say, masculine Macho. Uh, sort of Christianity. Yeah. Um, so that was a really interesting conversation, and I, I really had a lot of fun with that one. Um, other ones that came to mind were the one on Roman Catholicism, uh, and we've done some ones that are similar on Sola Scriptura mm. and on the Lord's Supper, and mm-hmm. this, these ones have created interesting discussions for me and a friend of mine named Andre back home, uh, who was a Roman Catholic, so he was really excited to see our thoughts on these, and they created some long discussions between him and I. Uh, that were really fruitful and really, really uh, helpful for both of us. I think he really appreciated our tone and our critiques, even though he obviously didn't agree with them. Yeah, sure. um, and so, and he really liked our Lord, our one on the Lord's Supper in particular, and mm. and he, I think that helped him realize as a Catholic that there, that the Reformed view of the supper is actually not just the mere memorialist sort Mm -hmm. of uh, non-denominational evangelical view. And so that one was a lot of fun to do. Um, And then I think back to our very, very first episode, and Mark and I were talking this week about this this episode we're recording right now, and this one really did, I think, set the tone. It was Mark's idea. It was called Shattering False Dichotomies, and it was about how in this podcast we really wanted to 
avoid false dichotomies. Mm-hmm. And this was often going to mean that we would try to find some balance. Now, there's no there's no uh, virtue in balance if you're just not following the truth, but often we sense as pastors that uh, there's a lot of polarization in our mm-hmm. world, and people yeah. are, are very pulled towards different ditches on either side of various uh, ethical uh, equations or different doctrinal equations. And so over the course of this podcast, that foundational episode really has sort of set the trajectory. And I think we've done a fairly decent job of being balanced, as balanced as we can possibly be uh, throughout the, the podcast. One example of this would be how we did three good arguments against Christianity and three bad arguments against Christianity. So we even... Yeah, we said that there are good arguments honest. against Christianity. Yeah. Uh, we don't find them compelling in the end, but they're better arguments. Or our episodes we did more recently earlier this year on liberalism and mm-hmm. fundamentalism. It was a two-part series that we did. Uh, I think we did a gap in between those two episodes, uh, but we mm-hmm. we try to point out uh, sort of the the stick in our own eye as as conservative yeah. guys, and you'll hear throughout the whole podcast that we are pretty traditional in our theology. Uh, we try to do a really good job of pointing out even where conservatism can go wrong yeah. and can be unhelpful for people. And so that's been something I've really enjoyed. And I think that that's been one of the maybe most encouraging thing to people who are listening. But That's just me guessing. Yeah, no, I hope so. <laughs> uh, I agree. Uh, I, I was just looking through the catalog here and noticing episode 43 was women's ordination. And then oh, right yeah. after that, we followed up with a word for argumentative Calvinists, you know, that <laughs> yeah. the, um, the, the, the caution uh, against being that cage stage yeah. uh, brawler, sort of a theological yeah. brawler, you know, that, yep. that is not... Um, I am convinced that's actually not real Calvinism because the, the true Calvinist who believes in the doctrine of total depravity and of <laughs> our own need for humility cannot be somebody with making bold and brash, you know, yep. takedowns of of um, opposing the, theological points. Um, just uh, today, I, I was thinking a lot this morning about. Um, conversations about abortion, for example. We went to the Choose Life Gala for the pregnancy center last night, and I was thinking mm. one thing I loved about that was their desire to show love to their opponents and mm. uh, and not just win an argument, but to love their neighbor. Um, and that, that came through really clearly in one of the speakers who basically said, there's so many people who are afraid after Roe v. Wade was overturned. Let's love them. Let's love those people who are afraid. And yeah. it might sound crazy to us that they're afraid because we believe that life is valuable and worth protecting, and it is, but they're really afraid, and we need to love them. Yeah. And, and that, that just really helped me see this is a good movement because these people are full of love. And, and I hope that that's also what people pick up on listening to Reform Podmatics too. We're not trying to win arguments necessarily. And that's, that's not the whole point here. Um, but... We, we want to show love to people in our church by educating them on different things that, that we're researching and thinking about, um, and even show love to people who might disagree with us by hopefully fairly representing um, Kristen Cobes Dumais, for example, who we yeah. disagree with many things about, but 
um, had somebody on that podcast who who loved the book, and mm-hmm. and so um, we want to do well um, by her. So uh, yeah. Anyways, it, as we start to wrap up and think about uh, uh, maybe the uh, the future of the podcast or where we've gone, <laughs> I wanna I wanna say maybe the my favorite thing about the podcast. Maybe I've already said this already about <laughs> some other favorite thing, but uh, to me is is the the spread the uh, the I don't know uh, the spread the right of the word. gospel. Yeah, the spreading just spreading the gospel to the different corners of the earth. Um, the uh, the Great Commission mandate that we're given to um, to preach the gospel to make disciples of all nations. And uh, sometimes I hear that in the Great Commission, and I think all nations. Like, okay, what, what I'm preaching in Ripon, <laughs> and we're doing ministry in the Ripon area from Stockton, realistically, to Modesto. Um, But uh, could I say we're making disciples of all nations? I've never really felt like we do, except when I click on where our audience comes from on the statistics of this podcast. It's not every nation, but it is many, many nations throughout the world. And so, more nations than we would than we would be reaching without oh technology. Absolutely, um, <laughs> you know, just just hovering over uh, over the last two years, uh, fourteen downloads from Russia, a uh, hundred thirty-five downloads from the Philippines, um, one hundred forty downloads from the United Kingdom, um, nineteen downloads from Costa Rica, eighty-six from Spain. Um, <laughs> You know, uh, twelve from South Africa, one hundred twenty-three from Australia. It's it's really special. Of course, the vast vast majority are from the United States, and then the next biggest chunk is from Canada. But it's really cool that the Lord would use humble sinners like us, stumbling in our thoughts and <laughs> in our and uh, our ideas, to spread the message of Jesus to um, maybe to people who are really hungry for hearing some truth. And so I think that's, that's to me, probably the best thing that's going to happen from this. Yeah. yeah, that's a great, I think, point of this whole thing is that we, we say in our little intro every week that we want to uh, promote the vibrant uh, and historically informed face of Reformed theology, both in our context, which is really... Uh, our our main sort of anchor, uh, that's sort of the bread and butter. We think a lot about our own people mm. uh, who we know face-to-face personally and love, uh, but we also realize that as a podcast, it may be listened to by beyond, yeah. the beyond, which is yeah. outside of Ripon, outside of uh, the Central Valley, and so that's really exciting that we may have a beneficial impact in God's kingdom uh, just for uploading to the internet yep, yep. and for releasing it into the wild, into the ether. Uh, so maybe we should finish with a quick discussion of yep. where do we plan on going with this podcast? Yeah. Uh, what What is our, our hope for the future? Uh, I can take a quick stab and say, I think something that Mark and I have, have thought more about is getting more people on, Yeah. having more of those interview episodes. Um, I, I think it's helpful for us to do a lot of the episodes, just the two of us, just because it gives us the uh, excuse to have to do more research, and, mm. and that's good. But 
we really enjoy, as we've said, having our friends and having other maybe experts in the future. We've had Dr. Heiser on, and that would be something we'd like to expand in the future. But mm-hmm. what are some things you're thinking about for the future, Mark? Yeah, along those lines, I'd love to have some listeners' conversations with people who yeah. um, who are who have reached out to us, uh, people who are local. Um, there are some people from our church and other churches who have said that they've listened um, and who, who have very interesting lives in a lot of ways, too. Yeah. There's uh, uh, people with who are, you know, lawyers or um, farmers, and, and I would I would love yeah. to hear the perspective of being a Reformed Christian in those different contexts. Yeah. Um, I'd also love to hear from some Canadian listeners, so hopefully we can have conversations about the Christian Reformed Church in Canada and different people's experiences of what that looks like right now. It's a very interesting time to be Christian Reformed in Canada right now Hmm. uh, for a number of reasons. And so uh, I I do think that is the direction we we should be heading. And now that we've made it public, we're going to be held accountable, (laughs) uh, which is good. It's a good thing. Um, Just to talk with more people, hearing perspectives, um, (laughs) not so much in the sense that... uh, we want to be like the Bible study where we're just going to ask, and how does this passage make you feel? You know, that, that's not going to be what Reformed Podmatics turns into, but still, it is great to hear from different people's perspective, different windows into the Christian life in, in, in a lot of different arenas that people live in. Yeah. So for the time being, we will continue on, yep. Lord willing, to do uh, weekly episodes, uh, looking down the the pipeline down the down the proverbial uh, the uh, tunnel the tunnel of time. <laughs> yeah. We we we'll see next summer, and that's going to be an interesting oh. time. Mark yep. will be on a sabbatical. That's summer of twenty twenty three. So we have a good bit of time before we get to that point. But we're still thinking through what to do uh, during that time. Mark won't be here. He won't be doing the podcast. So it'll be uh, me. Trying to hold it down and keep it going, some if guest possible. Hosts, hopefully, yeah. maybe some guest hosts. Yeah. I guess there's a potential that we take a sabbatical from the podcast as well. I can't mm. rule that out, but we would like to try to keep this going. But uh, yeah, just so our listeners know, there there will be some changes mm-hmm. sometime next year, uh, one way or another. But yeah, we, that's in late May of 2023, so right. it'll be a little while. And so. Yeah. For the time being, we should just say we definitely intend on keeping things going full steam ahead and continuing to do it in much the same way we've been doing it. So if you've been along for the ride, we thank you from the bottom of our hearts for for listening to us, and we hope in all seriousness and solemnness that you have been blessed and Mm -hmm. edified and encouraged in your walk with the Lord as well. Yeah, thanks for listening, everyone, and we will catch you next week. All right, grace and peace, you guys. 